0: Amen. Alleluia. The mercy of the Lord is everlasting. Come, let us adore him. Be joyful in the Lord, all you lands. Serve the Lord with gladness and come before his presence with a song. Know this, the Lord himself is God. He himself has made us and we are his. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Enter his gates with thanksgiving. Go into his courts with praise, give thanks to him and call upon his name. For the Lord is good, his mercy is everlasting, and his faithfulness endures from age to age. The Psalms for the 15th day. We give you thanks, O God, we give you thanks. Call upon your name and declaring all your wonderful deeds. I will appoint you a time, says God. I will judge with equity. Though the earth and all its inhabitants are quaking, I will make its pillars fast. I will say to the boasters, boast no more. And to the wicked, do not toss your horns. Do not toss your horns so high, nor speak with a proud neck. For judgment is neither from the east nor from the west, nor yet from the wilderness or the mountains. It is God who judges. He puts down one and lifts up another. For in the Lord's hand there is a cup full of spiced and foaming wine, which he pours out, and all the wicked of the earth shall drink and drain the dregs. But I will rejoice forever, and I will sing praises for the God of Jacob. He will break off all the horns of the wicked, but the horns of the righteous shall be exalted. In Judah is God known. His name is great in Israel. At Salem is his tabernacle, and his dwelling is in Zion. There he broke the flashing arrows, the shield, the sword, and the weapons of battle. How glorious you are, more splendid than the everlasting mountains. The strong of heart have been despoiled. They sink into sleep. None of the warriors can lift a hand. At your rebuke, O God of Jacob, both horse and rider lie stunned. What terror you inspire! Who can stand before you when you are angry? From heaven you have pronounced judgment. The earth was afraid and was still. When God rose up to judgment and to save all the oppressed of the earth, truly wrathful Edom will give you thanks and the remnant of Hamath will keep your feasts. Make a vow to the Lord your God and keep it. Let all around him bring gifts to him who is worthy to be feared. He breaks the spirit of princes and strikes terror to the kings of the earth. I will cry aloud to God. I will cry aloud and he will hear me. In the day of my trouble, I sought the Lord. My hands were stretched out by night and did not tire. I refuse to be comforted. I think of God, I am restless. I ponder and my spirit faints. You will not let my eyelids close. I am troubled and I cannot speak. I consider the days of old. I remember the years of long past. I commune with my heart in the night. I ponder and search my mind. Will the Lord cast me off for forever? Will he no more show me favor? Has his loving kindness come to an end forever? Has his promise failed forevermore? Has God forgotten to be gracious? Has he in his anger withheld his compassion? And I said... My grief is this, the right hand of the Most High has lost its power. I will remember the works of the Lord and call to mind your wonders of old time. I will meditate on your acts and ponder your mighty deeds. Your way, O God, is holy. Who is so great to God as our God? You are the God whose works wonders and have declared your power among the peoples. By your strength you have redeemed your people, the children of Jacob and Joseph. The water saw you, O God. The water saw you and trembled. The very depths were shaken. The clouds poured out water and the skies thundered. Your arrows flashed to and fro. The sound of your thunder was in the whirlwind. Your lightnings lit up the world. The earth trembled and shook. Your way was in the sea and your paths in the great waters. You led footsteps were not seen. You led your people like a flock by the hand of Moses and Aaron. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forevermore. Amen. A reading from the Acts of the Apostles, chapter 16, beginning at the 25th verse. About midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God, and the prisoners were listening to them. Suddenly, there was an earthquake so violent that the foundations of the prison were shaken, and immediately all the doors were open, and everyone's chains were unfastened. When the jailer woke up and saw the prison doors were open, he withdrew his sword and was about to kill himself, since he supposed that the prisoners had escaped. But Paul shouted in a loud voice, Do not harm yourself, for we are all here. The jailer called for lights, and rushing in, he fell down trembling before Paul and Silas. Then he brought them outside and said, Sirs, what must I do to be saved? They answered, Believe on the Lord Jesus, and you will be saved, you and your household. They spoke the word of the Lord to him and to all who were in their house. In the same hour of the night, he took them and washed their wounds, then he and the entire family were baptized without delay. He brought them up into the house and set foot before them, and he and his entire household rejoicing that he had become a believer in God. When morning came, the magistrate sent the police saying, Let those men go. And the jailer reported the message to Paul saying, The messengers sent word to you and to let them go. Therefore, come out now and go in peace. But Paul replied, They have beaten us in public, uncondemned men who are Roman citizens and have thrown us into prison. And now, are they going to discharge us in secret? Certainly not. Let them come and take us out themselves. The police reported these words to the magistrates and they were afraid that they had heard that they were Roman citizens. So they came and apologized to them. And they took them out and asked them to leave the city. After leaving the prison, they went to Lydia's home, and when they had seen and encouraged the brothers and sisters there, they departed. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now,
1: and will be forever. Amen. A reading from
0: the Gospel according to John, chapter 12, beginning at the 27th verse. Jesus said to Philip and Andrew, Now my soul is troubled, and what should I say? Father, save me from this hour. No, it is for this reason that I have come to this hour. Father, glorify your name. Then a voice came from heaven. I have glorified it, and I will glorify it again. The crowd standing there heard it, and they said it was thunder. Others said, An angel has spoken to him. Jesus answered, This voice has come for your sake, not for mine. Now is the judgment of this world. Now the ruler of this world will be driven out and I, when I am lifted up from the earth, will draw all people to myself. He said this to indicate the kind of death that he would die. The crowds answered him, We have heard from the law that the Messiah remains forever. How can you say that the Son of Man must be lifted up? Who is this Son of Man? Jesus said to them, The light is with you for a little longer. Walk while you have the light so that the darkness may not overtake you. If you walk in the darkness, you do not know where you are going. While you have the light, believe in the light, so that you may become children of light. Glory to God in the highest, and peace to his people on earth. Lord God, heavenly King, almighty God and Father, Jesus Christ, with the Holy Spirit,
1: in the glory of God the Father. Amen. A reading for the Thursday following Proper 19. This is a reading from a sermon of Leo the Great, Bishop of Rome, in the year 461. After preaching the blessings of poverty, the Lord went on to say, Blessed are they who mourn, for they shall be comforted. But the mourning for which He promises eternal consolation, dearly beloved, has nothing to do with ordinary worldly distress. For the tears which have their origin in the sorrow common to all humanity do not make anyone blessed. There is another cause for the sighs of the saints another reason for their blessed tears. Religious grief mourns for sin, one's own or another's. It does not lament because of what happens as a result of God's justice, but because of what is done by human malice. Indeed, those who do wrong are more to be lamented than those who suffer it for their wickedness plunges the sinner into punishment, whereas endurance can raise the just to glory. Next, the Lord says, Blessed are the meek, for they, in- they shall inherit the earth. To the meek and gentle, the lowly and the humble, and to all who are ready to endure any injury, he promises that they will possess the earth. Nor is this inheritance to be considered small or insignificant, as though it were distinct from our heavenly dwelling, for we know that it is the kingdom of heaven which is also the inheritance promised to the meek. The earth that is promised to the meek and which will be given to the gentle for their own possession is none other than the bodies of the saints. Through the merit of their humility, their bodies will be transformed by a joyous resurrection and clothed in the glory of immortality. No longer opposed in any way to their spirits, their bodies will remain in perfect harmony and unity with the will of the soul. Then, indeed, the outer self will be the peaceful and unblemished possession of the inner self. Then truly will the meek inherit the earth in perpetual peace and nothing will be taken from their rights. For this perishable nature shall put on the imperishable and this mortal nature shall put on immortality. Their risk will turn into reward. What was a burden will have become an honor. Here ends the reading.
0: And you, Lord, is our hope, and we shall never hope in vain. Lord God, almighty and everlasting Father, you have brought us in safety to this new day. Preserve us with your mighty power that we may not fall into sin nor be overcome by any adversity. And in all we do, directing us to the fulfilling of your purpose through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. O Father of mercies and God of all comfort, our only help in the time of need, we humbly ask of you to behold, visit, and relieve your sick servants for whom prayers have been asked. Look upon them with the eyes of your mercy. Comfort them with a sense of your goodness. Preserve them from the temptations of the enemy and give them patience under their affliction. And in your good time, restore them to health and enable them to lead the residue of their life in your fear and to your glory. And grant that finally they may dwell with you in life everlasting through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Almighty and everlasting God, by whose spirit the whole body of your faithful people is governed and sanctified, Receive our supplications and prayers which are offered before you for all members of your holy church. Then in their vocation and ministry, they may truly and devoutly serve you through our Lord and our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, your unworthy servants, give you humble thanks for all your goodness and loving kindness to us and to all whom you have made